What's up, guys, and welcome to episode 18 of the Real Talk series. This episode is featuring Evan Williamson, and we talk about a lot of important topics uh, relating to personal finances, and especially um, us both being in our 20s. I think that personal finances is not something that gets highlighted enough, and I'm definitely no expert in it. So it's great to just talk about, to Evan about you know how he was able to transform from being in credit card debt to you know significantly paying that debt in a short amount of time and how he's leveraged credit cards to travel the world for free, um, you know, stay in five-star resorts, um, and just this whole world of travel hacking as well as uh, leveraging credit card points to best serve your lifestyle and really live a lifestyle that many people think is unattainable, but if you put in the time and research, it is possible. So in this episode, we talk about kind of Evan's background, how he got into this whole world. Uh, We talk about travel hacking and what it is and what people should know. Um, The best credit card for people in their 20s, I'll give you guys a clue, it falls within the Chase um, family of credit cards, as well as finance basics and some audience Q&A. So there was a lot of great audience Q&A in this episode. Um, ultimately, I think that, you know, if you have a credit card or maybe you're not utilizing it that much, I'm definitely on that boat. I definitely don't use my credit card as much as I should. But after talking to Evan, I feel like I'm definitely more inspired to start using my credit card more. Um, It's definitely better than just using a debit card, but be smart, be safe. Uh, He talks about the six principles of credit. And if you follow those, you should be good. Um, You know, I learned a ton in the brief time that Evan and I talked. And he says that, you know, he has a couple students, I think 40 students under him now. So this is a subject that has piqued your interest i'll leave some resources that evan sent me in the show notes below for you guys to check out or you can always feel free to follow him on instagram at evan williamson 94 um and yeah just send him a dm let him know what you think of this podcast and let me know what you think of this podcast as well by sending me a dm at tiffany para and i hope to see you on next week's real talk live it's really not about well, who are you and how old are you? It's really how much time have you spent on a given platform? My, I think my one piece of advice, especially for young people, is just like every day, try and figure out how the world works. Compared to changing the future of somebody and doing it for the greater good. That is, in my opinion, the best idea I've ever come up with. Uh, Evan is so kind to join me today. We're going to be talking about travel hacking, what it is, uh, what are the best credit cards to have, and just like finance basics for everyone that's just young and maybe doesn't know the basics to finance. So, Evan, can you just kind of introduce yourself and let people know what you do and how you got started and what you do? Yeah, so my name's Evan Williamson. Uh, I've been into credit for the past uh, year and a half now. Um, I was about three and a half years ago, uh, I just got married and I was in 30 something thousand dollars worth of debt. It was horrible. Um, I managed to pay that off in like a year and a half and then turn that 30,000 in debt, turn it into like 60 something thousand, almost $70,000 in available credit lines within like three, four months. And it, it made, it worried everyone in my family because <laughs> they're like, you shouldn't get into credit. And so, but during that time I was researching, like these people were like able to do so many things, uh, travel for free and everything. There we go. I'm trying to swipe. 
um, doing all these travel hackings, like, and, like, traveling the world and everything for free, and so I, I was curious, so I, I looked it up on Reddit, I was re- researching it on different websites and all, and um, I learned that if I just understood my six factors of credit, I would be able to take control of my credit score. So that's really what I studied, and after a while, understanding that each factor, like utilization, payment history, all of those make up a a perfect 850 credit score. So certain ones have a certain percentage on how it affects your credit score. So like utilization is 30% of your entire credit score. Um, So what's not paid off is really affecting. Most people think paying minimum payments and Having a little debt is good, but really it's it's affecting your credit score horribly. Um, so within that three months, I started flying in private jets for free, and I got a taste of the millionaire lifestyle, <laughs> and so I was, I was hooked. So I, I started learning and researching a lot more, and uh, I got half a million points and travel points. Not in, like, traveling and private jets was completely separate than the credit is more of a travel hack. Like there's ways you can get memberships um, with big, uh, like Jet Smarter and stuff. So I was hooked, and it's like driving a driver's seat to give you a sense of ownership. Why? Well, that's what I did to myself. I gave myself a sense of ownership of that millionaire lifestyle, and I just learned different ways to manufacture spend to accumulate tens of thousands of points without spending money and then little loopholes and, um, and, and, all. and then, so yeah, and then I started teaching and I've been teaching for the past like seven, eight months. All my money has been made off of Instagram and 40 plus clients. Um, it's been awesome. And they range, they, they range from anywhere from someone who owns a aviation company or a doctor or spends two hundred thousand dollars a month, all the way down to someone who like lives in their car, and they were a hustler and stuff. But they they knew how important credit was, and so they went from like a three seventy seven credit score all the way to like a seven something within one month, just because of the simple knowledge of the six factors of credit. So. Wow, that's crazy. Honestly, I'm like, I'm I'm probably gonna learn so much in just like this brief conversation because I really know nothing about like credit. I'll be honest. Like, I have one credit card and I'm like almost scared to use it because I'm like scared that if I like miss my payment, I'm just gonna like my credit score is gonna go to shit. So I guess for anyone, um, or maybe like how you mentioned your family, right? They were nervous about you ed- entering credit. Um, what are some things that you could like tell people to kind of ease them into maybe like learning more about it and becoming interested in it? Um, I mean, just the fact that they don't teach you this stuff in school, the six factors, most people, especially parents and grandparents, they think, you know, a credit score is uncontrollable. Yeah. They think they associate it with debt. They associate credit cards with debt and horrible stuff when really there's, there's good debt out there. And, um, for me, I was able to, fund what I do uh now I'm full-time seller on Amazon and stuff so like I'm able to do all of this through credit and I might eat a two percent fee or interest charge but 
profit margins if they're thirty percent or higher. It's it's worth it. Mm. And uh, so doing smaller investments is showing that I'm responsible with my money. Uh, honestly, I stopped listening to everyone. I was just like, you know what? I'm a, I'm gonna do my thing. Yeah. And I was able to make some good money out of it. So uh, honestly, there's there's different ways because you want the parents involved as well because if you're new to credit you want credit history and you can't do you can do that organically but it's better if you just get added as an authorized user to like your parents or grandparents oldest account and uh, so one of my clients was 21 years old and he has like 28 years of credit history which doesn't make sense but um he was added as an authorized user so he's set for life with (laughs) applying for tons of cards and stuff um that's awesome. That's really cool. I yeah, and I see like some audience questions. We'll definitely have audience questions. So if you guys want to throw in questions, feel free to. Um, and then in terms of travel hacking, that's something that I listened to a, in a couple podcasts about. But maybe just for like, absolutely no one has ever heard of that term. Could you maybe explain what it is and then how you've been able to leverage it for yourself? And I'm gonna plug in my charger. So if you see me moving around, don't be alarmed. That's all good. So the travel hacking or credit or what's that? Yeah, like what what is travel hacking and like how have you been able to enter that game and like, you know, finesse it to where it works for you? So I started out with manufacturer spending and collecting sign-on bonuses. And there's a few different ways I was able to do that. I was able to get a credit card and they had like a $500 travel or $500 sign-on bonus. And so I needed to spend $5,000 um, but I had three other cards that I needed to spend on as well. So I needed to spend $12,000 in three months. And I normally wasn't able to afford something like that. I am now because I'm able to spend tens of thousands on inventory. But um, at the time, I found out some loopholes about buying gift cards, certain gift cards that count as like a $500 purchase. Uh, and then putting them onto a, a, like an Amex serve card transferring it to my bank account and then paying off my credit card so i did that for like tens of thousands of dollars um there most people get shut down now if they don't put up safeguards so i don't recommend that uh but there's other ways you know you can send money to yourself just to you might eat a credit card fee but ultimately uh ultimately you'll be able to still profit so you might spend 80 dollars on a credit card fee but you're still profiting $420. And if you optimize points, you're able to make that worth way more by transferring it to different credit cards. So I use my Chase Freedom Unlimited. I rack up the points and I transfer them over to my Chase Sapphires, um, which make the points worth twice as much when it comes to travel. So like a half a million points is great, but it's like $5,000 in cash back. But if I use it for travel, it's worth $10,000. So it's much more valuable to use it for travel. Um, I would say uh, that and then travel hacks is a little different. It's not with credit cards. So I was able to get the founder's card. Just look up different uh, memberships you can get for travel, like private jets and stuff. Um, I don't know. Right now, the private jet method is down. So there are other ways. I just haven't been able to, to find them out yet. Um, do you have any specific questions like certain credit cards 
should I go over certain credit yeah, cards? Yeah, let's do that. Right? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so, like, what is the best credit card for someone, like, in their 20s? Maybe they, um, you know, are in that initial phase of, like, their career or they just graduated college or maybe they're doing their own thing as an entrepreneur, but they don't have, you know, necessarily, like, the skill to be, you know, putting thousands and th- thousands of dollars on credit. What is a credit card that you would recommend for them? Uh, I would recommend getting established with chase chase has this rule so the 5 and 24 rule Mm -hmm. which uh means within like 24 months you only can open up about five credit accounts and it applies to only certain cards with chase but um get established with them first before you get into other like amex or wells fargo's um discover I don't know. I don't use anyone but Chase and Amex. And then when it comes to like business, uh, business cards and stuff, it's going to be Chase and Amex as well. And mostly travel or airline credit cards. But the best general credit card would be the Chase Sapphire Reserve. And um, if you actually take the Chase Sapphire Reserve, you end up getting a Priority Pass Select membership, which is awesome. Uh, All my flights... Every time I go to the airport and stuff, uh, I book early flights because they'll have breakfast for me and everything. Wow. Uh, they have omelets. They have uh, roll-ups and stuff. It's, it's delicious. Um, and then the entire bar, snacks, everything's free to me as, as soon as I swipe that card. And it's a $400 membership a year, but the credit cards kind of cover it. So. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's good to hear. I've heard like that there's like the Chase trifecta and like that's what people usually want to start in. Um, So yeah, that's really interesting to hear. And then in terms of, um, you know, obviously, you know, you're teaching people how to do this, but maybe when you were first, uh, you know, seeking out that knowledge, what are some resources that you use to help you kind of just get educated and where you're at now? I actually have, uh, let me pull up my document. It has some references that people can copy. There we go. There's some good websites out there, like uscreditcardguide.com. And then... Hold on. So Status Matcher is a good one because whenever you apply for, like, a, I think the luxury, uh, SPG Luxury you get automatic gold status. So with gold status, you can status match to platinum. So there's someone at my college. She was shocked that I had, she worked at Marriott and she was shocked that I had platinum status because you have to spend like 75 nights out of the year at Marriott just to get that status when mm-hmm. really I've maybe spent two weeks or less. And, um, when you get status like gold, you're able to go to statusmaster.com and they have testimonials, websites, emails that you just need to send to their corporate saying hey you know i stayed at hilton i really want to give you guys more business i plan on traveling this year would you bump me up to platinum and you can get status matched and then the points guy the points guy.com is a good reference uh us credit card guide.com reddit is great for learning different methods of manufacturer spending just to get those sign-on bonuses and then doctor of credit uh, is good as well. dot com. They keep up to date with like the best sign on bonuses as well. And there are ways in case people are looking for like the thousand dollar sign on bonuses. Um, I I haven't done this method, but you can like change your 
uh, IP address or VIN, I forgot. VPN, yeah. Uh, address to like a different location uh-huh. so they might have a thousand dollar sign-on bonus in florida and not in oregon uh so you can change your that address on your computer to making it look like you're in florida mm. and so you'll get that same offer that's smart that's a really good yeah. that's a really good tip yeah and i can i can link all of the the documents if you want to send them to me i can include them in the show notes of the podcast too um yeah, so you know you mentioned that initially kind of how you got out of um, the credit or when you started getting into the credit, you were initially in debt at that point. Like, I guess looking back at everything you've learned now in terms of just like finances and personal finances specifically, what are some things that you maybe wish you knew that could have helped you aside from, you know, the five, is it five or six principles of credit? Yeah. Six factors of credit. Um, I can tell you all of those credits, those are going to be your utilization, which makes up like 30%. And I'll actually send you a pie chart telling you each one of these so that that can be added as well yeah do it uh, awesome so yeah utilization holds like 30 percent of your entire credit score and then you got payment history derogatory marks credit history number of accounts and hard inquiries as well but those are all important to learn uh how they affect your credit score that's awesome. Yeah. And, and, uh, again, I'm definitely someone that is inspired by this conversation. Cause like you said, you live the millionaire lifestyle, but there's a lot of resources that allow you to live that way without necessarily paying all the money to do that. Um, so I think I saw a few audience Q and A's. If anyone has a question, feel free to throw it in there. And I'm just going to look through, um, and scroll through real quick. Cause I think there are a few questions. Okay. Awesome. Someone I asked. Have, I see someone's question. How many credit cards? Yeah. Right now I have, uh, I think, eleven opened accounts, not including like authorized user accounts, and then I have another, um, at least ten on the way. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's quite a lot of cards. And then someone else asked, could you define the difference between credit points and credit debt? I mean, points are what you use for the reward system, so you can use that to book travel, airplanes, car rentals, um, and then debt is just something that you haven't paid off, like your credit cards. Cool. And do you and you recommend that uh, someone pay off like the full amount, so not pay your minimum payment, but pay your full amount due on your credit card yeah. every month? Yes, absolutely. Otherwise, you're just destroying your credit card, like or credit report. Um, yeah, because I, that's what I did. That's something when I first started, I realized like how much debt I had and I was making minimum payments. Now, the fastest way to pay off those like that debt, credit card debt, is you want to pay the credit, pay minimum payments on all of them except one and then pay to the principal on that one uh, and make sure you're going after the ones that have the smallest debt on those cards. And then you just have the snowball effect. You'll be able to get out of debt pretty fast. Wow, that's awesome. That's that's cool to hear. Um, yeah, Evan, what what can I guess? What did you have in store for twenty nineteen? I know that you're you mentioned like you're teaching more people about how to do this for themselves. Like, what does that look like for you? And I, I know you mentioned something about Amazon fulfillment too. So, um, what is that kind of dynamic of you know where your next year is headed? Uh, next year, oh gosh, I have no idea. So I'll probably. 
have a couple Amazon stores going. Um, I would like to get into private label. Uh, I was able to get like several tens of thousands of dollars of like zero APR credit cards and then purchase inventory with those and not have to worry about paying interest. Just make those minimum payments. That's fine. I'm not too worried about my credit score right now, but as soon as like the business side gets opened up, then that's where I'll be able to, my goal is by the end of this year to pay or be spending at least 50 to 70 grand a month on inventory. Um, so really Amazon all the way until I can build a private label brand and then turn around and eventually sell that. But, that's awesome. Yeah, I know. I know Kenzo was in here for a for a second, and you know he was came on to educate everyone into like Amazon FBA. So that seems like a really interesting world, and I think I that phone with him, yeah. really. Oh yeah, he's super nice. Um. So yeah, I think anyone listening to this, and I mean, once you have it down, I think it's really cool how you can see how these two worlds could intersect because, like you said, I'm sure it costs a lot of money. You have to have the money to front that inventory. Um. So yeah, once you're like smart about your credit card usage, it makes a lot of sense. I think. Before um, I let you go, I think I saw one more question, so I'll just like ask it real quick. Um, it was. Do the same rules of credit apply to business credit, um, like card utilization and stuff like that? Uh, no. So I'm not too familiar with all the business side of credit. I have. Um, I'm going to be trying that out, but yeah, listen to the forties in film. He actually knows a whole lot more about business credit than I do. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's a little different. Okay, cool. Yeah. And I think that, uh, that's super important to learn just like the differences between that. So before we wrap up, I guess the number one credit card, you know, someone could use is within that chase, uh, you, you recommend the chase Sapphire, but maybe if they can't pay off the $400 fee, I guess you would go preferred, right? I think that's what you mentioned. Yeah, That's like a $95 fee. Uh, I would recommend that. Um, also just the chase freedom unlimited is great. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much for dropping knowledge, Evan. I learned a ton in this short conversation. So if anyone wants to check it out, it'll be available as a podcast on Friday in my link in bio and I'll send you all the links and everything. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, cool. Peace. Thank you guys so much for making it to the end of this Real Talk interview. If you guys don't know, I do these every Wednesday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Time, 9.30 Eastern Time on my profile at Tiffany Para. And for those of you who don't know what exactly Real Talk is, it's essentially a series where I'm going Instagram live every week with the up-and-coming entrepreneurs, creatives, and creators that make Instagram the place it is today. So if you guys like listening to a wide range of interesting people, from e-commerce entrepreneurs to fitness influencers to foodies, I'll be doing an Instagram live with them every week and then turning that Instagram live into a video form, which you guys can check out on YouTube, as well as an audio form, which clearly you're probably listening to this podcast right now. That being said, the only way you can know about the next Real Talk Live is to give me a follow on Instagram. And if you've made it this far into the podcast, I have to ask you to hit that subscribe button and follow along for more updates. Make sure to leave a review if you enjoy this podcast. It really helps. 
I've been working really hard on this show. We're now like 59 episodes deep and continuing every day to push for more. So hope you guys like this series and definitely let me know what you think. Hit my DMs.